precious Lord and our God, we thank you for this privilege to be in your presence today. Thank you so much because it's your heart desire that we radiate as lights. This morning, Lord, speak to each and every one of us in the language that we'll understand. That the end of today's service will not go back home the same. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Give us a louder amen. amen. The children are around today. We really want to thank God for this privilege that he has given us. No, we the children. To witness another children's day. I thank God also for the privilege and the honor to be here standing before us. To be used of God. To remind us all that we need to do. This celebration, we're so glad that God did not just make it happen, but he preserved our lives. He healed us as you heard the children pray. God added to our number, even in times like this. Some of us moved out of Enugu, but God also brought new members. And we stand here to say to this God who has been so gracious to us, may his name forever be praised in Jesus' name. Today we'll be looking briefly on the topic that says raising children to shine as light. Raising children to shine as light. Now this topic is so important because... If we refer back to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19a. Can we all go there? So that we understand where we are coming from on the need to raise children. Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. Just the first part. Okay, I read from here. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations. Jesus' last command. Go and teach all nations. And I just picked that part A. And I asked myself a question. Is there any nation without, it, without children? Is there any nation in this world or any country where we don't have children? That means there is. There, we have children. Rather we have countries that have so many that they are now bringing in plans to reduce the population of their children, bringing in principles and, and all the different ideologies to ensure that they don't have so much children. So, Jesus had the children in mind when he gave that injunction. And that is why today we need to look at this topic and understand that there is need to raise these children. They are part of the nation. They are part of the instruction that Jesus has given to you and I to go and reach out. And then from that same topic, having understood that children are part of God's agenda, the question says, the, the topic says raising children. It did not say raising your own children. That's how beautiful today's topic is. So that you will not sit down and say, this topic is for only the daddies and the mommies. No, it's for all of us. Raising children. 
not raising your own children. But we'll see in course of the study how we come in as parents. So raising children to shine as light. What is raising all about? It means that you need to guide a child. Okay? A way of looking after a child. Supporting that child. Being a role model to that child. Till the child gets to maturity. To raise a child. To raise. It means to teach. To train. Consistently teaching. Consistently training. Ensuring that this child is raised. And the end part says, for them to shine as lights. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we need to understand that this is a call for every one of us that is seated here. It's a privilege for you to be here today. God wants you to know that you are part of the people that he wants to use to raise children in this generation. God wants to use us, the parents, who have their own biological children, who have children living under them, to raise these children to shine as lights. God expects the grandmas and the grandpas here to ensure that the children under that care are raised to shine as lights. God expects you that is trusting the Lord for the fruit of the womb. To raise the children around you to shine as light. Concerning that point, I want us to look at what the Bible said in Genesis chapter 18. Genesis chapter 18 verse 19. Talking about Father Abraham. No, we the children, we love that song. Children, remember that song? Father Abraham has many sons. Hmm? Many sons has Father Abraham. I am one of them. Are you one of them? And so are you. Praise the Lord. Let's not go further. No, it's not Ashant song time. Alright, I hope we're there now. Genesis chapter 18 verse 19. There the Lord made a statement. He testified. He said, for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, that they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken concerning him. At the time that the Lord gave this testimony, Abraham doesn't have Isaac. And we're talking about raising. Abraham was old then, Sarah too was old, but they didn't have their own seed from their loins. But God saw this man that he has lived training children, training his household, and he could testify concerning him. So God is expecting you that is trusting and believing him for six months, for one year, for two years, or even more than that, for your own. That he can say, I know this my son. I know this my daughter will raise children will raise a household who will fear the Lord. Praise the Lord. And for you that is a young person, you are here seated, said it's, it's not for me, it's for you. 
God expects you to raise children. You see children around you. They are looking at you as a role model. They are looking at you to guide them. You have siblings, big brother, big sister. The little ones are also looking up to, up to you. And that is why this message is for every one of us. It cuts across. God expects us to raise the children of this generation to shine as light. Then coming to the teachers, the lecturers, the people that should seize the teaching moments while they are in the classroom to ensure that the children of this generation are raised to shine as light. This message is also for us. This call is to stir up our hearts to understand that this is God, God's heartbeat. That his desire is that we will not just have children, but that these children, that they will be raised to shine as lights. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the next question is, how can we go about raising them to shine? How can we go about raising them? Seeing that all of us need to be part of the raising. We start by looking at our brother Timothy. Timothy is a young man. By the time we got to know about him from the Bible. But in course of the scriptures, can we turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1 verses 1 to 5. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Okay, just verse 5. I want to see people looking into their Bible, so I'm waiting. There it was said, when I call to remembrance... The unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded that in thee also. Move on to chapter 3, verse 15. Same Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through the faith which is in Christ Jesus. Chapter 1 referred to how he started from his grandma then his mother. You know one other version explained it that that should be easy to read version. He said that that verse 5 that Lois was a believer and then it was transferred to Eunice, the mother, before it was transferred to Timothy. Their faith. That was what was transferred. They ensured that they raised Timothy. And verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 15, streamlined it where he said that from a child thou hast known the scriptures. Are we raising these children to know the scriptures? I want to use this opportunity to thank our parents and our teachers who prepared the ones that we have seen do one thing or the other this morning. To recite those Bible verses, I know it wasn't easy. For you, the parents that supported these children. You know, when someone was telling me recently that 
Igbo is like he's sizzling away that we need to bring it back and see our children reciting the Bible verses in Igbo language to show that they've been taught, they've been trained. That training. Thank you, our teachers. Thank you, our parents, for helping to train these children to do all that they did today. Those that did the role play, those that, that sang, you know, that is training them, like Timothy of old. He said he was taught to know the scriptures as a child. I remember a particular day I was at home in the kitchen and I heard my little girl that just turned four. She was reciting Luke chapter 18 verse 1 and Jesus told them that men ought always to pray and not faint. I stopped what I was doing. I knew we were alone at home, just I and her. I left what I was doing. I went closer to pay more attention. She recited it again and Jesus them that men ought not always to faint. Uh, men ought always to pray and not faint. I came to her. I said, Petra, what are you saying? He said, my auntie told us in church that when we get home, we should say our memory verse to our parents. I said, but you have not, because she was alone. I said, but you have not recited it to me. Please recite it. She repeated it again. So these little ones can know the scriptures. So don't fail to bring them to that place. They are learning. And I, to, I told her, if you recite it in the night, I'm going to give you a gift. So at night, before, she, she, uh, her, before going to bed, because she likes praying and, and reading her Bible before going to bed, I said, Harry, recite that your memory verse again for me. And she said it all over again. At that time, I recorded her voice while she was reciting it. And I sent it to her Sunday school teacher. And I said, Thank you. See your product. Her daddy was not around. I sent it to him. I said, see, your daughter can say her memory verse. I sent it to her godmother. I said, listen to the voice of your daughter saying her memory verse. That was what Timothy's grandmother and mother did. They trained him to know the scriptures. Please, we need to start. For those of us that still have little children, we need to start. Big sister at home, you need to start training the younger ones. That they may know the scripture. And that is why, when they recite it, one day, that scripture that they recited will help them to face the challenges of life. It's not the one you learnt now as an adult. It may be that one that you learnt as a baby that will help you in the days of trouble. Praise the Lord. So still looking at Timothy. We also understood that this Timothy, that he was a Gentile. Because his father was one. So we can say his father wasn't a believer. The mom was. And grandma was. And yet, he was trained. He was trained. He lived in challenging times. I can just imagine Timothy. A Gentile. Living the life of a believer in his times. Learning scriptures as a gentle boy. He was taken to learn the scriptures. Our children today are facing challenges. Yes, we said that the world is a global village. You know, anything that is happening over there is also happening here. Things are trending. 
things are trending. You know, I was in a conference some months, is it up to months? Yes, some months ago. And in course of that uh, conference, our eyes were opened. That there was this curriculum, educational curriculum that was being brought into Nigeria to be transferred into our Nigerian schools, starting from the nursery. And what is the content? Part of the content is that they will teach our children that they have ownership of their body. They own their body. And they own it in such a way that they can take any decision concerning this body of theirs. And today we hear a young girl that has grown up to be called Christiana. She said, I don't want to be called Christiana again. Call me Frank. And Benjamin will come to you and say, no. That's what my parents want me to be. I want to now be female. Please, I am Elizabeth. It is trending. It is trending. That a very close relative of mine was lamenting that, see, that a sister-in-law wants to transgender. And is a concern. And we are in a global village. We are migrating. We are going. We are coming. We are picking. What are we picking? These are things that should give us concern for this future. Because this is the future of the church. These are the ones that we need to raise to stand against the walls of the world at this time. Things are happening. Imagine if there were some interventions that have been made concerning that education curriculum. But I don't know how far they have gone with it. But it may also have been introduced in some schools. Where I now hear that at teenage, uh, at teenage level, that our young girls, before puberty, they will start taking hormonal drugs so that they will subdue their puberty. And then the masculine in them is what will show up because they want to transgender. Breasts will not grow again. No menstruation. No. And the young men will start taking hormonal drugs so that the female hormones in them will be what will be growing. This is happening in our times. It is happening here in Nigeria. I was close to a way to market the other day. I saw the young boy with lipstick. And I know he's a boy. A young boy. And it is happening. We need to raise these children to shine as light. We need to teach them the scripture that God has approved man and woman. Husband and wife. They need to know it. They need to know it. That God made you a girl. You should be happy that you are a girl. That God made you a boy. You should be glad that you are a boy. That a girl should not start desiring to be like a boy. A, 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 a girl should not start desiring to be a boy. Or the boy desiring to be a girl. We need to train them to understand this. Let it be rooted. Because the system has spoiled things. And our children, they will dive into the internet. Surfing the internet, getting this information. And when they are not grounded in the word of God, like Timothy, they will deviate. Praise the Lord. So it is very, very important that we embrace this. This call to raise them to shine as lights. It is very, very important. So we need to raise our children today to stand against these wrong teachings. You saw it in the drama. The mother taught the daughter. Don't engage in this exam practice. And to God be the glory, the girl heeded and it paid off. 
So we have opportunity wherever we find ourselves. Be it in the classroom as teachers, be it in the Sunday school department as teachers, be it as a lecturer. No one of our sisters was sharing also something that is happening in, is it a suit? No, not a suit. It should be UNN and soccer. Yes, where she lectures. The same thing. We need to catch these ones young. In knowing the scripture, in loving Jesus, because when Christ is in us, he will help us to always do that which is right. Praise the Lord. Can we all recite Proverbs chapter 26, 22 verse 6. Can we all recite it? One to go. Sorry, I made us to recite it because that's what we teach our children. So we recite, you know the scripture. Train up a child. Consistently do it. Be intentional in training them. I'm not sure there's any child that recited any of the memory verses that learned it in a day. Or maybe in just an hour. If I, if I try to ask them, I know it's never happened. So continuously, at every point in time. Keep training. Don't give up. Timothy was so much trained by his mom and grandmother that by the time Paul came into his life, he was such a strong person as a young man to be a leader in the early church, the church in Corinth, the church in Galatia, the church in Thessalonica. Okay? He was there moving around. He learned. He was trained. He was raised. And that was how he was now shining. Moving around. Shining. Doing things for God. So we need to train these children. Part of how we can be able to achieve this. Is what Paul said. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1. I fear that scripture. Please let's turn to that place. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1. Are we there? If we are there, can we all read together? Go! Be ye followers of me. Children, did you open it? I didn't hear us reading. Everybody, let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 1. 1 to go. Be ye followers of me, even as I am Christ. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. That was what Paul said. For us to raise those ones, they need to follow us. They need to imitate us. That was a ch- I said I fear this scripture. You know, it helps me, it makes me to be conscious of things that I do. Because I know somebody is following me. Somebody is following me. You know, sometimes my voice is so high, but it has always been like that from childhood. So when I notice that one of my daughters, when she's talking, she also, her voice is also high. Say, hey, I don't enter. Follow me as I follow Christ. We need to train these children. We need to raise them to be people who will 
understand that there is need to serve God. To serve God. Are you serving God? Can your children look at you and say, the way my father prays, I'll be praying like that. Ha, I'll be cleaning the church the way my mother cleans it. I will be coming to church early. Ha, the way my parents come to church early. Follow me as I follow Christ. Or are we only raising them because I'm a doctor, he or she will also be a doctor. Because I'm a teacher, he or she will also be a teacher. Is that the only aspect that we're training them? They need to shine in all ramification of life. That's the work hard. Working hard is important. See that child in the drama. She said she will read and she read. Uh, do we insist? No, someone was saying the other day. Eh, I asked my child, have you done your homework? The child said, I've done it. And I believe the child. I don't doubt. Eh, he, my child doesn't lie. You believe the child. Not knowing that children can sometimes be mischievous. Now decides, I've not done the homework. Or the child just, out of five, did one. I've done it. And we are, need to be intentional. Train them. Take your time to take care. Teach them to take care of their belongings. That's part of their training. Teach them to be accountable. I gave you pencil yesterday. You're coming back and you don't have the pencil. Where is it? I forgot it. They stole it. Uh, they stole it. It's only your pencil that people like and they will always steal it. That's how they will, you grow up and you become the chief accountant of the, of the ministry. And money just boom. You're not accountable. We need to train them. For them to shine. Let us be role models. Grandma, be a role model to your grandchildren. As I stand here today, ha, I appreciate my grandmother, my late grandmother, so much. Even last night, we were saying, discussing something at home. I told my husband, you know I look like my grandma. A woman that taught me to read Igbo Bible. She taught me to pray in Igbo language. She taught me that there is something called cleaning the church. And I will follow her. We will go clean the church. It's not done in my house. My mom with her profession as a nurse. She's always busy. Daddy is a religious man. He doesn't know yet. But those few days that we go on holiday to grandma's house. I was one of the grandchildren that followed grandma. You know, I told someone that when I got married, quite young, I, I immediately identified with the women fellowship in my church then. The people there in women fellowship were elders. As in, no, no, I'm sure the least should be maybe seven years older than me. And I joined. And I'll just be looking. They were, the younger ones that got married with me, Akuda, what are you doing there? Because I learned from grandma, there is something called women fellowship. And she participates. Anamaga women fellowship. Anamaga ekpere monday. Ekpere monday. For those that know what it is in there. She was a Methodist. That's praying and fasting. 
they will go and do it. Business people in Abba. They will go. They will have praying and fasting. They will go to church, pray. By 12, 12, 1, they will close and then they will go to their market and still sell for the day. I learned commitment in church. I've already learned it before my mom learned and then she started supporting me in it. Because by the time he downed on her, she has lost her husband and then she now gave her life to Christ and now became committed. I could have already said, Praise the Lord. What we are seeing is that we can make lasting impacts in the lives of these children. Teach them to pray. It's not prayer time they were playing. Train them to pray. Train them to be committed. You know, I love to hear it when some parents say, oh, I want my child to also be part of the people that will also do something. I hope you can help. So it is very, very important. It paid off when Lois and Eunice did this. They raised Timothy. And then, when Paul came in, you know, that's what we... How we saw that coming in. Paul also recognized Timothy. And he also taught him. He told him to imitate him. Imitate me. Be a leader. So it doesn't just stop with the parents or the class teachers or the Sunday school teachers. It continues. Paul took Timothy as his own son. This one I'm reading the Bible. I'm not sure I read where Paul... So say that Paul got married and had a child called Timothy. No. But he took him as a son and he also raised him. He's so confident that Paul can now send him, go to the church in Corinth, go to the church in Galatia, represent me there. Praise the Lord. Because you saw that in Philippians chapter 2 verse 22 where Paul testified concerning Timothy. This young man has served me so I'm sending him. When we raise these ones, they will shine and we'll be happy that they are shining. Raise them in all ramifications to shine. Now I'm privileged to work in a school where we don't celebrate only academic work. One time I had a child in my class who academically he wasn't doing so well. But when it comes to service, someone that will Maybe help him to carry something. Maybe notice that our water has finished. Water for washing hand has finished and he wants to fill it. Notice there is the water on the floor. He will mop it, clean it up. He is serviceable. And on the day of award, the award and prize giving day, why those that God gives for academic awards were being called? He too, we call, he was called out and he was happy. You don't know where the training you are giving the children will take them to. Please, we need to answer this call to raise these children to shine as lights. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Truth be told, from our text in Philippians, the Bible made us to understand that we are living in a perverse world. In a dangerous world. In a dark world. Crooked. 
where sometimes evil will be celebrated against good. But that will, should not stop us. We must raise these children to shine in the midst of this darkness. It, is, it, it looks so difficult to raise them in these times. But it is not impossible. Tell your neighbor it is not impossible. It is not impossible to raise them in those times. But I would say that with God, all things are possible. With Him, all things are possible. That means we can raise them to shine our lights, even in this dark world, in the present time we are. In this end time, they can still be raised to shine as lights. You know, because they are faced with so many things. Some time ago, I was discussing with a friend and I said, ha, during our own time, television stations start by 4 p.m. That's when they open. And maybe they will do feature one or two things for children. By 9 p.m. is the news. After the news, you as a child, what are you doing? Watching something. You're off to bed. Or maybe when parents are not around on weekends, you now look for those stations that will now do a movie between 10 and 12 and you watch a movie and by 12 midnight, all stations have closed. But today, 12 midnight, 1 a.m., 3 a.m., 6 a.m., 5 a.m., 7 a.m., they have thousands of one stations available. Calling them, if it's not music channel, the ones that even think it's cartoon, you don't know the content. Sit down one of the days and watch. And you see the content of our cartoon stations. Teaching lesbianism, Teaching gayism of all sorts. Somebody will say, I don't allow them to watch. That time you, they, they will take their iPad and go to their room. Do you know what they are doing? You thought they have slept. Bam! Ah! The other day, my children heard me. That was even this week. So you went to the room, you put on the laptop. You thought I was sleeping in the sitting room. I heard it. Immediately ah! took the light. I woke up from that little slumber and I heard the sound. I said, eh, my laptop was on. We are watching something. Chwogging. They are facing so much. The pressure is much. But in the midst of it, we need to train them. Be intentional in training them. Be intentional in raising them. Please don't leave the class teachers to raise these children. Don't leave only the Sunday school teachers to raise these children. Don't leave only the neighbors to raise these children. Don't leave only the Bible club teachers to raise these children. Don't leave only the ministers to raise these children. We all need to put hands together. If we own a major, a correct ayah. Asla is not my child. They are all our children. We, the children of Chapel of His Resurrection. Is that not the introduction they've been giving? Are you not part of Chapel of His Resurrection? So we all need to join hands to raise them to shine in these times. To shine in this time. God will help us in Jesus' name. So as we've been enjoined to raise these children, we need to start with our faith. Because that was the emphasis for Eunice and Lois. They shared their faith. If you're here and you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, I don't know the faith you will share with these children that will help you raise them in these times. 
So you need to have a personal encounter with Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. And that is the starting point. Because He is the one who can give us the ability to raise them well. Do you, have you accepted Jesus into your life? Today is another opportunity for you to do that. Take a decision. I took it. Last week when I was celebrating my faith, I looked back how years ago as a teenager in JS2, I followed my uncle to a program of the Full Gospel Businessmen Fellowship in Omaha. And that was where one of our daddies here, Reverend Jinechine Dunebu, he was the one that ministered. Then at that full gospel years back, he was introduced as Engineer Chine Dunebu. So that name sticked in my head. It was when I came to Enugu here that I even got to know that he's now a reverend minister. No, because I was following up, some years ago I also heard his name on news that he was the VC of, uh, so I said that's my father in the Lord. But I'm mom, how far? But when I got here, I saw that he is still in faith. That he's not also a minister, um, a reverend minister. He spoke that day. In a meeting like this, full gospel is not for children. But then, when they, they were in, because I was staying with my uncle, anywhere he's going, I'm just like the handbag. I could take a fellowship. You also need to be there. And that's how he took me. Not just I, I and my cousins, we were there for that meeting because it's a retreat program. And he spoke on eschatology. As I sat where I was, he finished. Told myself, Akudo, you're not good enough. If this thing that he has thought happens, you will go to that hellfire he talked about. And that was why he started telling us, this is an opportunity for you to come and give your life to Christ. This is an opportunity. I looked at my cousins. They all sat. I'm not the eldest. The elder ones, they were still sitting. I said, ah, I didn't sure that they want us to come as a group. I will go alone. And when I stepped out, another of my cousins joined me. At least two of us, we stepped out. I can remember that day. And I gave my life to Jesus. Thank God for scripture union in my school then. Whisk, they picked me up. And I was followed up. And I kept growing and growing. Being in different um, I've moved from the Anglican church, the chapel where I grew up, how God um, helped people to also continue to raise me up. Scripture, you know, was a big support. At the time, it was first square. I can't forget Nifes in Abia State University. That one was a full training ground. You get rooted. And I'm still standing today. And when I got to Chapel of His Resurrection, I joined the CEM, Children Evangelism Ministry. And I understood more. Then as much as been serving God under the children ministry in Lagos, but you can do more. You can impact more in the lives of these children. And that was why when I took a decision to continue teaching. I said, hey, we're heading our teaching profession. At my age, I am not really looking for all those funds. I want to impact in lives. We need to raise these children. They are our future. If these children are not standing, 
you need to take that first decision to give your life to Jesus. He will be the one to convince you to do the, that which is right. To ensure that you raise these children well. To raise them, to shine for him. And in course of shining, that is where they will be able to make it to heaven. Because it is not just here on earth. Our focus is to keep, raise them, to keep shining until they meet Jesus face to face. Praise the Lord. So you can take that decision as I took it years ago. And I never regretted making that decision. To live for Christ. To serve him. And the Holy Spirit does the most beautiful work. Because he will be the one dwelling in you. And he will be the one that will help us to raise these children well. The Holy Spirit. Without him, you cannot go far. And you can't have him if you don't have Jesus. There's this song that I learned as a child. It was also that period I gave my life to Christ. This my uncle now bought all the children's CDs. You know, we have kiddies praise one, two, three, four, five, six. Foreign songs in the 90s. In video cassette. I will watch them. I will sing. I will dance. Just enjoying it. But today, I understand why God exposed me to those things. Salty. Yes, you listen to the song. Donut man. You listen. Children, do you know Donut man? Christian songs you learn it but it will make impact in your life then I learned this song Philippians 4.13 I can do all things all things, all things I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me Philippians 4.13 check your bible if that's what is that what is there I learned it as a song before I remember to go and look at the scripture to confirm if that is what is there. And that song helps me. In everything. In my profession, as a wife, as a mother, as a child facilitator. That song, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's not by power, it's not by mind, but by his spirit. Spirit is the spirit of God. The spirit that comes upon you when you give your life to Jesus. You can do all things. You can raise these children in this perverse generation by his strength. His strength alone. The strength of the Holy Spirit. We'll be rounding up. And I want us to understand that this call to raise them is for all of us. If you heed to Jesus and his spirit dwells in you, the spirit of God will guide you to raise these children, to shine as light. Something happened in my house recently with one of my daughters. I got to work that day. I, was, I wasn't happy. Ha, I saw one, one elderly teacher. I was like, ha, oh, this is my child. I wanted to voice out everything. And that was when I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, I could have shut that mouth. Don't discuss this matter with anybody. You have not told me about it. I've always just been grumbling, grumbling. Eh, omekwanka, omekwanka, omekwanka. You were just talking about it to yourself. You did not talk to me about it. And you now want to talk to that teacher about it. She will not do anything. Hey, see God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go there. See, this is how it is. And this is what I want concerning this thing. This and this is how it is. 
And that was how I was able to have my peace at my workplace that day. And by the time I got home, that thing, that big thing that was raging, Piam. That's simple obedience to the Holy Spirit. I'm praying, telling him about it, caused that matter to die down. So the Holy Spirit will help us to know when to talk, when to pray, when to rebuke, when to correct, when to love, when to hold. That is what the Holy Spirit can do. And I trust that he is here to help each and every one of us. The grandparents, the grandparents, the the parents, the young ones, the teachers. He is here to help every one of us to achieve this. On a final note, we are going to be praying two prayers as we close. Please, can we be on our feet? Thank you. Our prayer is going to be taken. The first one will be taken from Philippians chapter 2 verse 15. Where we had our test. And the second one will also be taken from Psalm 144 verse 12. And when we finish those two prayers, our ministers will take care of those who want to give their life to Christ. So I want us to close our eyes as we begin to talk to God. That in this perverse and in this dark world, that, the, that God will cause our children to shine. That the beauty of Jesus will be seen in all they do. In all they do. In every action of our children. During the prayer section, one of them prayed a prayer and said, God, that our, the children in this church, they will, they will accept Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. And when they do that, the beauty of Jesus will be seen in their lives. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Oh God, cause our children to shine as light even in this dark world. Lord, cause my child to shine. God, cause my neighbor's child to shine. God, cause my nephew to shine. God, cause my niece to shine. God, cause my granddaughter to shine. Oh God, cause my grandson to shine. Let's make that prayer. In this atmosphere that the Lord is here. And he is here and he will hear us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 44 verse 12. Oh God, make our children to grow like young plants. Cause our daughters to be beautiful like the corners. Seen in the palace. Make that scripture a prayer. Turn it to a prayer now. That the Lord will cause our children to grow. They will grow in the knowledge of the word of God. Just like we saw concerning Timothy. Right from their childhood. Even the young ones. Even the young ones. The teenagers. That they will grow. That they will grow in the knowledge of God. That they will grow in the knowledge of God. The amount of the word of God that they know in them. Is what will sustain them. That is what will hold them. That is what will help them even in these times. Dear Father and King. Thank you for your word that has gone forth. Thank you for making it clear that every one of us has that responsibility to participate in the rearing of children after you. And Father, we therefore give ourselves to be imitators of Christ, that in any way, every way, our lives are seen, our lives rub off with the children and with others. It is Christ that will be seen to be imitated in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Father, we ask for your mercy and forgiveness. Where we have come short, where we have deviated, where we have actually been instrumental in leading astray. Father, let mercy speak on our behalf even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we give ourselves, dear Father, to walking after Christ. We give ourselves that when we see any child going astray, we will not be aloof. We will not say, Father, we will play our role in prayer and in loving rebuke and especially in loving example. Have your way, O Father. Lord, we ask for your blessings and your grace the more upon our minister, Sister Kudo. Feel her, Lord. Strengthen her. Use her in greater measure, not only in Sunday school, but in every sphere of life, family, and ministry. Thank you, Father, for hearing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.